you're ready. Sure. Okay, we'll try. You're listening to the PCAST presented by CDE Lightband. Each week we take you around Austin P, the Athletics Department, and occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE. Thanks to our friends at CDE, and thanks to you, the listeners, who make us worth sponsoring, I assume. I am Colby Wilson. He is Casey Krieger. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin B podcast, according to Hillbilly Today. Casey, how are you now? Good, and you? Not so bad. Uh, do we want to talk about the MLB playoffs, or do we want to talk about the fact that football's on a bye first? We can talk about football on a bye first, then go to the fun stuff. So, it's pretty cool that football's on a bye. Yeah, I, there's I no mean, football stuff to do. Yeah, well, not even that there's no football stuff to do, it's just, you know... There's a whole lot of build-up to a football game, especially a home football game, and somehow even more some days, it seems like, for an away one. And so this week, there's there's a little bit of a, a, a relax, not a relaxation point, but a chance to focus on other you things. You know, we just took a nice trip to the golf course on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, a nice trip to the golf course. It was very peaceful. Saw some birdies. Saw a... Uh, <laughs> saw a couple can of gooses. Uh, saw a couple can of gooses. Saw a uh, saw a groundhog. Big old groundhog. Big groundhog. Holy cow. I didn't know they came that size. Um... Also, MLB playoffs have started. Are I starting? Have started. We should start with your rooting interest for the playoffs. Um, do we want the original rooting interest, or do we want the um, current? I would like the updated, actually, the, because the updated since, since the Nationals have defeated food, the Brewers food and, wild card. and sadly the Rays have beaten the A's, but we'll take Colby's updated MLB so, playoff rooting interest. So these are uh, not up for debate or dispute. Um, this is the only correct and right polling here. Um, it goes Braves, Twins, Rays. Dodgers, IBS, look it up, the Nats being pushed into an open sewer, the Yankees being shot by my son at my wife's request, and then the Cardinals. You forgot the Astros. No, I've included them. No, you didn't say them. I didn't? No. Oh, well. Okay. Ah, never mind. I'll, I'll cheer for the Astros. Why? Why would you do that? I don't know. The A's are out because Bob Melvin didn't start Mike Fires. I mean, if that's your... That's that's the reason. If that's your logic, the A's weren't long for listen, this world listen, anyway. Listen, if you would have rolled out Mike Fires, they would have beat the race. And I had, what, a 129 ERA in his work since coming back? Listen, like, the fireman's been their best pitcher all year long. Twice. He was their best pitcher all year long twice. No, he was their best pitcher all year long. Fireman. Okay, fine. Sorry, sorry, sorry I didn't To the Brewers and Nationals. The, sorry I didn't include the Astros like anybody here gives a crap, especially now that Stefan's not here. Oh, I did forget about Stefan liking the Astros. Now I don't want to cheer for him. <laughs> Dang it, Stefan, it's your fault. Way to, way to ruin a fun You've thing. you ruined a team that I actually kind of like watching. It's kind of hard to cheer against a team that's got Zach Greinke and Justin Verlander and all the cool young batter dudes and a uh, uh, little person playing second. I mean, they literally just have, like, everything that's fun watching, and there's, like, Bregman's fun, Verlander's awesome. Yeah, but Stefan likes him. So but Stefan likes him, so dang it, Stefan, you ruined it. Let it go. Still, still ruining our lives. Here, here we are, three months after he's left, and he's still ruining our lives. Anyway, to the football. Football. I'm not sure everybody's been made aware of this, but uh, we beat number eleven Jackson Jacksonville State last week. Breaking news for some people. If yeah, if you uh, live under a rock. Hey, we did an emergency podcast about that and everything on Sunday. You should really, uh, you should have a look see. It was lots of fun. It was lots of fun. Since then, Javon Craig has earned OVC Player of the Week, TSWA Player of the Week, probably some other Player of the Week stuff we didn't hear about. 
Cordell Jackson somehow has intercepted four more passes uh, since Saturday. Can tell Williams juke three more defenders out of their shoes. Yesterday, I tried to toss a piece of paper into recycling, and Erskine Francis batted it away. So like, it they're was just wild. Building. He came out of nowhere. Yeah, I didn't even know he was. We were I, just sitting there working. Yeah, and yeah here's just, Erskine swatting stuff away. Yeah, did the Matumbo finger wag and everything. It's quite scary. The polls came out. The Govs are close to being ranked by virtue of beating number 11. And just by not playing this week, there's a non-zero chance they'll be ranked going into the SEMO game. There's a pretty decent chance that game will determine who will win the OVC. And if not, an at-large bid may be on the line. So we'll talk about all of that next week. Soccer played this last weekend, and they dropped both of their matches at home. On Friday, Rachel Bradbury scored her first goal of the season in a 2-1 loss to Southeast Missouri. Then on Sunday, the Govs got back at it with UT Martin, and a three-minute stretch, which saw Martin find the back of the net twice, is what knocked off the Governors. But Peyton Powell came in in the second half and put up a scoreless 45 minutes in goal for the Governors. As Casey referenced, we spent Monday and Tuesday out on the golf course at Clarksville Country Club as the Govs hosted the 2019 F&M Bank APSU Intercollegiate, the women's portion of the event. Austin P took second as a team behind only IUPUI. Taylor Dedman, Riley Cooper, Shelby Darnell, and Megan Stamps all finished in the top ten. Dedman sank a team-high 35 pars and seven birdies to place fourth. Cooper's final round 72 was a career best, leading her best 54-hole score and first top ten as a gov. Convenient time to have her on as a podcast guest this week. Shelby Darnell led the tournament in par four scoring, which was a big benefit for the govs. And Stamps earned her second top ten finish in four attempts at the home tournament. Volleyball opened OVC this plate. OVC play this they, week. They, they opened, hey, that's a fun <laughs> Volleyball fun opened world. OVC play this weekend, and boy, did they. They beat SIUE 3-1 and swept EIU 3 to nothing. On Friday, the Govs were led by Chloe Stitt, who had 14 kills and a 571 attack percentage. Jenna Panning and Brookmore each added another 10 kills. And then on Saturday, the Govs swept SIUE. Brookmore posted 17 kills to lead the Govs, and Jenna Panning once again added another 10 kills. You know, having not seen them yet, I feel like maybe it's weird to say this, but Chloe Stitt's kind of having a really good season. You know, we knew Jenna and we knew Brooke especially were going to be pretty known commodities coming into this. Uh, one of the questions was really how Chloe would step up, and I think she's done very well so far. One of the things I remember about Chloe from when she wasn't banged up last season is she can just jump out of the gym, which is fun to watch. Well, that's a That's a good thing. Of course, we've got roofs and stuff on our gym. So. Well, you know, it's a figure of speech, but don't have any fun. Okay. For the men's golf team, strong start. Finish needed a little work at the JT Post and Invitational. The Govs finished eighth after contending in the early rounds. Chase Cordy took home a top ten and a share of this week's OVC golfer, the golfer of the Week honor, posting two rounds in the 60s at Sapphire Valley for the second year in a row. Sapphire Valley sounds nice. It does. Like it just—it sounds like one of those places where you follow a rainbow to the end, and it's got a pot that's not full of gold, full, full of jewels. jewels. Yeah. yeah. Tennis—they were on the road this weekend. They were somewhere winning something. Sophomore Danielle Morris and freshman Sarah Heckel each won their flight at the UCA Fall Classic. Uh, the duo of Fabian Schmidt and Danielle Morris lost their first doubles match of the season. Schmidt was battling through flu symptoms in the match, and they dropped it to UCA five to seven. And then uh, after just two fall tournaments, four different Govs have won their individual flights already, and one doubles duo has already won. So it's a pretty hot start for the Governor's women's tennis team this fall. I mean, you said a lot of words that I didn't necessarily understand, but it all sounded really good. Um, good things. Tennis wins. Tennis winning. They tennis keep winning, winning and right. nothing's really changed. I'm glad you're here to explain it because I am. I can only know when. So little tennis. I'm just dumb. Well, yeah. Also, tennis is kind of an affluent people sport, and 
you're not fancy enough for it. No. Well, it's I get golf, but I'm I'm only you can only have so much. I'm fancy only smart now. enough to do one or the other. Right. Unlike honestly. some of our other friends who are very, very fancy. fancy. Anyway, uh, that'll be that, and we'll bring in Riley Cooper to talk about uh, whatever I've written down on the sheet of paper right after this. I can still see your blue sky, blue eyes hanging on a mango kiss. Hear the waves and the breeze in the Joshua trees. It was just about as good as it gets. Taste the salt on the wind, feel the sand on your skin, and the wild in the wind, like I'm right there again under a moon over Mexico. Holding on to you. Not just a lineup stalwart, Austin P. Jr. golfer Riley Cooper is a staple of SAC and a presence at every home and mini road contest as part of Austin P.'s content creation team. Needless to say, I was in no way looking forward to doing this, but I'll power through and spend an extra 30 or so minutes with someone I already see more often than people who I like infinitely better. Anyway, welcome. Let's do this. Thank you, Colby. That was a solid introduction. You're welcome. <laughs> I would not expect anything less. Yeah. So you're another Clarksville groom person who stayed here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. That, that's, yes. That's just the, what, what was the lure of Austin P. You know, if you're just going to giggle uh, through this whole thing, it's not no, really going to work. No, I was going to say, you obviously edit this, correct? I don't know what are you about to say. Well, like, do you want an honest answer? Yeah. Um, I'm trying, okay. <laughs> I mean, options at other schools were not working out. Um, I really, I came here originally to play for Sarah Robeson and knew that she was going to make me better um my siblings were a pretty big influence i couldn't i i visited lincoln memorial and i really liked there but i could not go five hours from home um so i would just say mostly my family i knew that it was a solid division one program and yeah so yesterday yesterday tuesday whatever day this is it was tuesday you wrapped up the FNM Bank APSU Intercollegiate with your first career top 10 uh-huh. at Clarksville Country Club. Is it special to play there for the home tournament when you could walk there basically from Clarksville High? Yes, um, definitely. I have a lot of memories. I literally have played that golf course since I was eight years old. And my dad always teases me that like every time I go out there for a tournament and stuff, he's like, you need to think about all of the stuff that like we've done out there and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I've spent a lot of hours out there, so it was fi- good to finally get a really good round under my belt out there. More than any of your teammates, you should know all the soft spots. I do. And <laughs> everything out there. Yeah, so it finally came together on Tuesday. It was, it was good. You reference your dad. He was a coach, been yes. a coach your whole life, right? Yes. You've grown up around sports. You've mm-hmm. grown up around athletes athletics was there ever a thought to doing anything beyond athletics right in terms of growing up were you into dance or was it all sports wait did you know that i danced oh my god oh yeah no i did for like 10 years i danced all through high school no i did not know that yeah yeah wow you're coordinated yeah very whoa yeah i was a two-sport athlete in high school what was the second sport 
Whatever. Dance is a sport. I got a letter for it. Dance and golf. Uh oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Wait, I can't believe you didn't know that. I, when would it have come up? I don't know. I don't know if you go like stalked my Instagram or anything for this. <laughs> little, <laughs> little put out that you think that's something I'd do. I mean, I didn't know. What, oh, okay, it's fine. Mo- mostly on. my research involved texting people that you know and going, "All right, tell me some I things <laughs> I need to know about Riley." And somehow that didn't come that didn't up. Come I'm a up. little hurt Man. by people. Um, I mean, it doesn't come up often, but I'm a little bit. Anyway, about your dad and being yes. a coach and growing up around ath- yes. athletes and athletics. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like? Um, I definitely, I mean, both my parents are pretty uh, vocal people, so I think that's definitely contributed to, I mean, obviously my personality and then just kind of how I expect with other people. I would say it's had a big influence on how I expect or what I expect from other coaches, um, which has kind of been a battle for me because I have just, I know how my dad is and then if coaches don't really necessarily live up to that, it's kind of hard. Hmm. Um, I've never thought about that in terms of yeah, because a lot of kids that wind up in Division One athletics seem to be coaches' kids, and I've mm-hmm. never thought about that perspective of them constantly measuring their coaches here yeah. with their parents. Yeah, and then I mean, obviously, being a coach's kid all through high school and that kind of thing has a big influence. I mean, being football coach's daughter. but um I mean he's definitely helped me a ton just with all through athletics um whatever sport I was playing I I mean I respect his opinion if I'm struggling with something I call him on you know I need dad dad or I need coach dad and I need (laughs) you to sometimes be hard on me sometimes but yeah I mean he's a hard hard dude when it comes to sports so how did you get involved with our content creation unit? Uh, you, I, do you know the story? I don't even care. Okay. <laughs> um, I was sitting at our home tournament our freshman year, my freshman year, and I was watching Kevin Young uh, on his computer. And, um, <laughs> sorry. That was good. Um, I was watching him edit pictures and he kind of turned over his shoulder and was like, what? And I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, I really like this kind of stuff. And so he was like, okay, come see me tomorrow. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. So I came actually into the Ghost Club room and kind of told him what I already knew, which at the time I thought was a lot, but wasn't much. And so I came to the next football home game. He kind of sh- walked me through what he does. I met. Carter Henry, Chase Gozy, who are both on our uh, staff now, and have worked just about every game since then. Whatever I'm at home for, it's fun. And that, how much did that play a role in your summer internship that you got this last year? I would say having the skills on my resume that I do right now, that I've learned from them, has a big reason to do with why I got that internship. Describe the internship a little bit. Um, It was a publicity firm in Nashville for country music artists and they basically any kind of big event or announcement um, that an artist has coming out they handle how it's released and then they're also writing 
pitches to media outlets. Uh, they don't do really radio, so mostly television and that kind of thing um, to pitch the artists to get them more exposure, especially if they're going out on tour. And, um, yeah, I mean, mostly just events, like obviously press. So anytime there's a red carpet at an event, they're handling that and making sure. Which in Nashville is basically an every week affair. Right. So it was a fun time. And yet somehow you're not musically gifted at all. No, but I just like working with it. Is that something you think you're going to pursue now that you've gotten your feet wet in it? Oh, definitely. I decided very early on that's what I want to do. What is it about that particular culture that appeals to you? Uh, One, I just love country music. I like the people in it. Um, My mom worked in the industry. My aunt works in the industry now. Um, So I I, I saw more of my aunt because my mom, um, once she had me, she wasn't working in it anymore. So I've just heard... Stories to ruin from your her. Mom's life. I know I did. Um, so I've seen my aunt. I've got to in middle school. I went and did a few like little shows with her. I love concerts, so hoping to get there eventually. So talk a little bit about Sack and your role in it because you've taken on a very prominent role in it. Yeah, um, it's been very fun. I did student council all through high school, so I think fine finding a way to kind of do something similar here was obviously interesting to me and um I really like what we're sta- what we stand for and how it's grown um I think we've done a lot over the last of I mean I've only been here two years two and a half years and we've been able to I think grow it a lot so it's been fun to be a part of that with mental health awareness week coming up Touch a little bit on that and just the plans and programs and why it's important. Uh, I I just think as student athletes, there's just this whole idea that like everybody's okay, you have it all, and that's just definitely not the case. I think it's become more of a conversation in past years, and I think it's going to continue to be. But I think the whole week just allowing – like being able to tell other student athletes because that's what we're kind of focusing on we obviously want to talk about mental health in general but student athletes deal with a lot more than people realize and whether it's relationships whether it's playing time whether it's your fighting injury and you're coming back um you're balancing homework you're balancing sports and excelling in that people just don't really realize what you're going through mentally and i think it's a really good week to kind of whether it's decompress slash talk about the issue, um, I think it's grown a lot and will continue, I hope. And I'm really excited for it because I think this year will be fun. What's different for you on the golf course now that you're an upperclassman? Um, I think that's also kind of – we've obviously had a coaching change. Um, so I think the environment is different. And I, we have mm. three head coaches in three years. Yeah, it's difficult. Uh huh. Um, I would say this year we've got more of an expectation to score low, and um, you would think that that would be a 
common pretty standard expectation yes but that was never really like verbally said in past years so i think like we've had a team goal of 300 and so obviously as a junior you take on more of like i have to perform and you're expected more you've got more experience so i think learning how to handle that of like you know the expectation but you also can't like i I've dealt with it kind of our first few tournaments and I had to talk to my coach of like, I'm, I'm trying to balance the expectation, but also not put so much pressure on myself that then I'm like stressing out on the golf course, if that makes sense. So I think that's been the biggest change as an upperclassman. Um, I mean, I definitely have more of a voice this year. And so I've tried to effectively use that. Um, our team's pretty tight knit right now. So it's um, been overall a lot better this year. Is golf a difficult – easy for me to say. Is golf a difficult sport to be a leader in when, by and large, you aren't competing together at the same time? Y- mm, yes. I, I mean, it's hard to control when – when I can't see that like my teammates struggling out on the golf course and I, I can't help them that that's the hard part but I think it's off the golf course encouraging others and pushing your teammates I, I would say in qualifying more we really push each push each <laughs> push each other um, because we're we're seeing uh, each other play um, but yeah I mean it's definitely hard because everybody, is extremely different on the golf course and you never know how what's going to be helpful to others but we've kind of talked about that more this year I would say is it is it the thing where you know you've got the goal of 75 but you don't know what everybody else is doing really so it's hard to kind of go uh, okay I need to go for it here because I've got I've got to pick up a stroke because somebody else lost one yeah that's the hard part and especially our first two tournaments we did not have live scoring and so it's hard for coaches to know where everybody's at. We've kind of shifted around. Uh, our assistant coach has been staying with one person for a longer amount of time than we've had in the past because he came from a school where they did that. And the problem is if I come up to a coach on a par three and he doesn't know how I've been hitting it, he doesn't know where I'm at at all, that's hard for him to he doesn't know how to go about uh, interacting with me on that shot. And then if he just sees me on one shot and then I walk away, that's hard. Um, but live scoring helps when you – like so we've kind of gone back and forth on whether or not we want to know how the others are doing. Sometimes that throws people off. Sometimes people feed off of it. Um, so I don't, did I even answer your question? Probably. Okay. Um, what's your favorite word? Word? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you can I always tell the people who don't listen very often. Huh? What? Um. <laughs> mm, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, like, uh. <laughs> we're, not go- we're, we're not moving forward until you answer this question. <laughs> 
do get progressively tougher from here. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> my favorite word. Yes, that was the question. <laughs> I'm not very good at this. I don't know. Do you know what words are? Yes. Pick I one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I like I legitimately do not have an answer for that. Like <laughs> what's your least favorite word? Moist. That's a popular one. Who or what inspires you? My dad. What is the last book you read for fun? Um, Everybody Always by Bob Goff. That must be a good one. Multiple people have brought that up. What is your worst habit? Um, hold on. Let me think about this. I, mm, it's a equal between... I always spill things on myself or I always lose things. Like I'm notorious for losing important things. You you want to give what's your favorite word another shot now or My favorite word? I've never been, like thought about that. Um <laughs> What app on your phone gets the most use? Uh, I mean, obviously, Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat. What is the most terrifying situation you've ever found yourself in? <laughs> uh, terrifying? Yep. I mean, any time that my parents were pissed off at me... <laughs> Like that's <laughs> awful. That's <laughs> that's a refreshingly <laughs> honest answer. Yeah. What is your idea of happiness? Um. I mean, I feel like if like. <laughs> uh. I mean, if my family's healthy and like every everything's going good with them, which. Is uh, I'd say now. Um, I mean, I guess friends and everything is stable. I mean, <laughs> I don't really want to say. I mean, honestly, if golf's going well, that helps my happiness. That's fine. This is a safe place. You can um, be honest. Yeah, friends, family. What makes you self-conscious? <laughs> is it playing golf? No. Oh, really? Like, just in life? Yeah, just in general. No. Um. <laughs> I mean, I've never been like, I, I, <laughs> um, I mean, like, I would say I've grown into my own skin in, like, the last year or so, but. I mean, like, senior year, freshman year of college, I gained a lot of weight, 
and so I would say like that I was subconscious about. <laughs> but well, like, unless I don't you're know. M- unless you're me, the freshman fifteen is not a life sentence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is the most embarrassing song that you love? I don't. Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not really embarrassing to like the Jonas Brothers anymore. I guess y'all's generation probably isn't real embarrassed to like the Jonas Brothers. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a hard no on the Jonas Brothers. Um, I just have a very, like, wide variety of music tastes, so. We'll say you're embarrassed to like the Jonas Brothers. Sure. <laughs> What's your favorite word? Oh, my lord. I'm going to catch you off guard and you're just going to spit out a word at some point. I, like, I've literally never thought about this. Avocado. I don't know. I'm just saying words. Maybe you'll think of one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um... Because I feel like you're going to ask why in any random word. I'm Not necessarily, but also maybe. <laughs> like, if you said Jesus, I think I'd have a pretty good handle on the why. I know, but if it was like a random word. Well, then I'd want to know more. Right. And then I don't have a reasoning. Tell me the word you're no, thinking I'd, I legitimately like do not even have like a word on the top of my brain. I know. I suck at this. You can just. <laughs> no, we're gonna keep. We're gonna keep doing this. Okay. We're gonna power through this. How would you prefer to die? Oh my lord! <laughs> In my sleep, so I don't feel it. If you were reincarnated, what would you like to come back as, and why? Um. I have thought about this, but I'm trying to think which one. <laughs> oh, you have multiple choices that you'd like to come back as. I mean, like, the thing, like, I would say a, like, bird, but, like, they get shot, potentially. Or, like, depending on what kind of bird. I was going to say, what about a bald eagle? It's illegal to shoot those. Okay. Yeah. And But then, like, the I would say, like, a shark or a whale. Because, like, they don't really get messed with. <laughs> but, like... Both could, you know, potentially. So, like, there's bad sides. In, I mean, I would say a dog or a cat, but you could get stuck with, like, a bad owner. So, like, that's always a thought. I have thought about this one. A lot more than most people. Most people yeah. are just, like, cat, giraffe, no. lion. I, ha- I have thought about that. What so. might prompt... Nope. What might prompt you to lie? I think, like, we're going to go back, like, if I'm going to get in trouble by my parents, because <laughs> I had many situations like that growing up. <laughs> I think your parents are going to learn a lot from this. <laughs> what makes you hopeful? <laughs> hopeful. Um... <laughs> I mean, just trusting that there's, like, a bigger plan in life, I guess. I don't know. Is that... 
I can't tell you what makes you hopeful. I don't know. I know. I don't know how to answer that. I mean, nothing like drives me to be hopeful. I mean, okay. I don't know. Maybe cut that out. I don't. Nope. <laughs> yes. What is our purpose in life? Oh my lord. To love others. I've like tried to do that more in like the last few years. So you had that one on the tip of your tongue, yes. but somehow just name a random word that you like. I don't have a reasoning for liking a random word. Like I've never the the worst word or whatever I've thought about. The best word I've never thought about. Somehow you've become the first guest in podcast history to answer every question except what is your favorite word? I mean, do I get an award for that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. So you kind of, I mean, except for question answering, kind of have everything mapped out, don't you? The next couple of years you'll have a couple more years of golf mm -hmm. and then, boom, music industry time. I hope so, yeah. I mean... There might be a, a shift in that plan, but yeah, right now. I think you'll probably be pretty good at it. Thanks. I appreciate that. You're welcome. It means a lot coming from you. I'm actually not being sarcastic right now. I, I can tell. <laughs> Thank you for coming in today. This has been most illuminating. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you to Riley Cooper for an illuminating interview. That's the word. No, it was the word. Was I, I learned a lot. Learn lots. Uh, I also learned after 10 more minutes of arguing that... You had to pull this out of it. Yeah, her. I mean, you want to talk about extracting a tooth. That was... that was No, extracting a tooth doesn't even begin to describe that. The, the word, her favorite word, wound up being food, which... Stop the presses. Well, just like that was, I'm I'm also big on food as well. Just you know, I think I, I don't think it would have should have taken that much effort to get there. Uh, once we explained it to her, I think she got it a little bit better. Anywho's looking ahead to this week football. They are on a bye. I'm not sure what to do with my hands or or my spare time. Soccer. They are not on a bye. They're going to hit the road for the first time in OVC play. First, they're going to make a trip to Richmond, Kentucky. Uh, they're going to take on Eastern Kentucky, a team that the Govs beat three to nothing last season. Then they're going to come back to the state of Tennessee, and they're going to play Tennessee Tech, another team that the Governors beat last season. And after an one and one start to OVC play, the Governors need to get things going heading into the weekend, and maybe hitting the road is exactly what this team needed to get things started. Not a drill, not a drill. Volleyball is home at last for the next three matches against SEMO, UT Martin, and the hated racers from Murray State. Boo. First up on Friday is Southeast Missouri, against whom the Govs have won eight straight and 13 of the last 15. 
UT Martin comes in on Saturday. The Govs have had their number winning the last seven matches in 17 of the last 20 against the Skyhawks. You could say Taylor Mott and company have had those teams number. I don't think Mott's 120 straight. Or she's 17 won, She's won 20. like the last seven or eight or whatever. Um, yeah, She's won the last seven, but that's not what you put down here on your half of the script that you screwed up. You don't have to complain about it. I'm not complaining. You're pointing complaining. out. Pointing mm-hmm. out. Pointing out. Uh, where was I? Murray State comes down next Wednesday. The Govs and Racers have spent the better part of the last two years in a fight for the top of the OVC. Honest to be outright champs in 2018, but last season, Murray spoiled the Govs' regular season title by winning the OVC tournament in the done. But this is Austin's first shot at revenge since that game and is also the first financial bank battle of the border matchup. Men's tennis gets things going this weekend with the APSU Hidden Duel on the campus of Austin Peay State University. Last season, the men's tennis team didn't host a fall tournament, so they're getting back into the swing of things by hosting their own tournament this year. Ross Brown's team returns four letter win- winners from a season ago and adds two freshmen to complete the roster. Looking to maintain momentum, Austin Peay women's golf will be in Alabama for the Jacksonville State hosted Chris Bannister Classic, given recent events against JSU. Feel kind of good about the Govs improving on last season's third place finish. Last year, Megan Stamps placed eighth in this event, and Taylor Debman earned her first, or nope, nope. Taylor Debman earned her third straight top 20 finish to begin her collegiate career. I have, somehow this script, I've just written multiple tongue tires uh, today. It's okay. That made her the first go since Stacy Lynch with three straight top 20 finishes as a freshman. Given its proximity to the rest of the league and its spot on the Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail, there's a pretty decent chance this event is full of OVC programs and represents something of a fall championship for the conference. Shouldn't JSU be naming their golf tournaments after Danny Willett? Uh, the Danny Willett Memorial? Well, Memorial typically implies that someone's passed away. Wow. So, no. The Danny w- Willett Classic. The that, that seems closer. <laughs> for community service stuff... Contact Haley Jacoby. She has all the opportunities for that. It looks like some opportunities this week are at First Financial Church and with Buddy Ball over the next couple weeks, so get in contact with Haley if you're interested. Mana Cafe is also kicking off this week. Kenwood Elementary, West Creek Middle, and Sango Elementary have reached out to Combs and Haley about having teams out at their schools as well. Sachs Mental Health Week is October 7th through 12th. Follow at APSU underscore SAAC for more details about that. And while you're doing things on the social media like following SAC, why don't you give us a try? See what you can find out about you us on social media. You should follow us at Let's Go P on Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, our official page is Austin P. Governors. Austin P. Governors. Shout out to our new man, Eric Elliott, Carter Henry, so she won't whine about it, and Taylor Wiseman. Whom you should not get attached to, as she is about to be a, a very, very fancy, fancy Northwestern employee. Let's go p.com for dates, news, and stories. Casey, Cody Bush, myself, and no one else. Nobody. Nobody. Tickets, ticket gurus, Katie Locke and her assistant, Johnny Bananas, have all the information you can use to get in the game. This includes our VIP end zone experience and single game box life suite offerings, which you can contact the ticket office for more information. Basketball season tickets, those are something you should aspire to acquire. 
Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or directly on the website at letsgop.com slash podcast. Give us a rating and review on the podcast, five stars, five stars. And if you'd like to suggest a guest, let us know of a local or on-campus event. We should shout out Swap Oasis Lyrics with Outcast Lyrics. Tweet at us. I'm at CWilson225. He's at C underscore Craig19. Love yourself, love each other. Talk to you next week. Goodbye. Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas. <laughs> Baby mamas, mamas. Yeah, go like this. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs>